Welcome to Husker Hurry Up, your one spot to get the latest on Nebraska athletics and the Big Ten landscape three times a week on the Inside Nebraska Podcast Network. Fueled by the everly creative and insightful Inside Nebraska staff, Husker Hurry Up is your place to get the analysis and breaking news of your Huskers. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Extra. Well, hello, 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 and welcome in to the Wednesday, July 19th edition of Husker Hurry Up, powered by Inside Nebraska. I am your host, Jeff Ekstrom, staff writer for Inside Nebraska, and it is a loaded Husker Hurry Up for today in the middle of this July week. The Nebraska Football Hall of Fame announced its 2023 class. A few Husker commits got some major awards down in Texas. Nebraska baseball made a new hire. Well, Max Anderson got paid big time, including some other news in regards to women's golf. So plenty happening in today's Husker Hurry Up. And we're dancing around it. Let's get right to it. Six Nebraska standouts, a state college representative, and two pioneers for the early 20th century comprised the 2023 class of the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame, announced on Tuesday. The 2023 Hall of Fame class will be officially inducted at a September 22nd banquet in Lincoln and recognized the following day at the Huskers home game against Louisiana Tech. The six former Huskers were selected to the 2023 class by balloting of the Hall of Fame membership including defensive tackle David Clark from the 1980s category, linebacker Troy Dumas from the 1990s, punter Sam Cook from the 2000 to 2006 category, defensive end Kyle Vandenbosch from 2000 to 2006 category, quarterback Taylor Martinez from 2007 to 2013, and offensive guard Spencer Long, also in that 2007 to 2013 category. The Nebraska Football Hall of Fame board also selected a pair of former Huskers from the Legends category, including head coach W.C. King Cole and quarterback Leon G. Warner. The 2023 class of inductees also include a state college representative in Dan Klepper, an All-America offensive guard for Nebraska-Omaha in the 1960s. In regards to how each member was selected, a 10-year waiting period is required for all athletes. And let's go back and take a look at all of these inductees. There's some plenty of Husker legend in there. We'll start with David Clark, defensive tackle for the Huskers from 1978 through 1980. He was the three-time letter winner and had a standout season in 1980. The Odessa, Texas native had 40 tackles, including nine for loss as a senior, and also recovered two fumbles. He was a first-team All-Big 8 selection as a senior and earned honorable mention All-American honors. Fort Troy Dumas, a linebacker from 1991 to 1994, a heyday of Nebraska football. He was a four-year letter winner for Coach Tom Osborne, highlighted by an outstanding senior season in 1994. He played his first three seasons in the secondary before moving to the same linebacker position as a senior, where he had 69 tackles, four tackles for loss, and seven quarterback hurries. Dumas helped Nebraska rank in the top 10 nationally in all four major defensive statistical categories and earned first-team All-Big 8 honors for his play. Sam Cook, one of the best punters in school history, is also the record holder for season punting average, as he was part of a long line of kicking standouts for the Huskers. The Seward native, just down the road, 
averaged 46.51 yards per punt in 2005 to earn first-team All-Big 12 honors and was named a semifinalist for the Ray Guy Award. Cook averaged better than 44 yards per punt in his career to rank second in Nebraska history, where he would go on a 16-year NFL career with the Baltimore Ravens as he retired at the end of 2022. Kyle Vandenbosch played for the Huskers from 1997 through 2000 as he played in 50 games during his Nebraska career and totaled more than 140 tackles, including 34 tackles for loss and 13 sacks. His senior season was a standout one, where he had 17 tackles for loss and 26 quarterback hurries. Vandenbosch was a two-time second-team All-Big 12 selection and was a three-time Pro Bowl selection during a 12-year NFL career. Off the field, Van de Bosch was the recipient of the National Football Foundation's Dratty Trophy, commonly referred as the Academic Heisman. This will ring a lot of bells for Husker fans. Taylor Martinez was named the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame. He was a record-setting quarterback for the Huskers, as he led Nebraska to more than 30 wins as the starting quarterback during his career. He was a first-team All-Big Ten pick as a junior in 2012 when he set Nebraska season records with 3,890 yards of total offense and accounted for 33 touchdowns. A two-time captain, Martinez was a freshman All-American and Big 12 Offensive Newcomer of the Year in 2010. Martinez finished his career with more than 10,000 yards of total offense. In regards to Taylor Martinez, I will always remember, I can't exactly remember which year, but it was the Kansas State game on a Thursday night where he just ran all over the Wildcats in Manhattan. Plenty of highlights that I remember from Taylor Martinez, and now he is in the Nebraska Football Hall of Fame. Another name that may be familiar to a lot of folks is Spencer Long, an offensive guard who played from 2011 through 2013. He was a three-year starter on the Husker offensive line, where he would earn second-team All-American honors as a junior in 2012. With Long manning an offensive guard position, the Huskers ranked among the nation's top rushing offenses in each of his three seasons as a starter. He was also a team captain as a senior, where he distinguished himself in the classroom, earning first-team academic All-American honors as a senior. Dan Klepper was also inducted as part of the state college inductees, where he was a guard for Nebraska-Omaha from 1965 through 1968. He was a four-year letter winner for the Mavericks. It was a two-time all-conference selection. As a junior, he earned NAIA Honorable Mention All-American Honors, and in 1968, he was named to the Associated Press Little American Team. He was eventually drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs. In the Legends category... A former Husker head coach, W.C. King Cole, who coached from 1907 through 1910, he led Nebraska to a 25-8-3 record in four seasons from 1907 to 1910. He guided the Huskers to their first two conference championships, winning the Missouri Valley Conference in 1907 and 1910. Leon G. Warner, who played for his first year in college, was under Cole as he played in 1910 and 1911 as he helped the Huskers to that 1910 Missouri Valley Conference title as its starting quarterback. And he was recognized as the top quarterback in the Missouri Valley and is often referred to as, as the school's first dual-threat quarterback. A trio of future Huskers received some substantial Texas awards ahead of their senior seasons in the Lone Star State. Ian Flint, Gibson Pyle and Braylon Prude were all selected to the Houston Chronicles Fab 50, which named the top 50 best high school recruits in the Houston area on Monday. 
Flint received the highest honor as he was ranked number 24 out of the top 50. A legacy commit, his father was a member of the track and field team. The four-star tight end announced his commitment back in April and forms a two-headed monster at the tight end position alongside in-state recruit Carter Nelson as part of the 2024 recruiting class. Pyle came in seven spots later at number 34. The three-star from Klein Kane High School has been extremely underrated throughout his high school career, as shown by his impressive summer showing over the past couple of months. He most recently earned an invite to the 2024 All-American Bowl in San Antonio at a football university camp in Florida a few weeks back. In fact, he won one of the top gun competitions in having the fastest shuttle time amongst offensive linemen and was one of five invitees amongst the 500 football players representing the 2024 class during that camp. Prude rounded out the trio at number 47 from Shadow Creek. The three-star athlete committed to head coach Matt Rule and his staff back in June as the Huskers were the first Power 5 program to extend an offer as Prude's commitment, again, was another example of Rule and his staff really trusting their evaluations. Prude, along with a number of other commits in this 2024 class, follow that same path. The six foot four, 190 pound prude has some good roots as his father, Ronnie, played for the LSU football team that won the national title back in 2003 under head coach Nick Saban. Former Husker second baseman Max Anderson became a millionaire on Monday when he officially signed a pro contract with the Detroit Tigers. Anderson was selected number 45 overall by the Tigers in the second round. Just 17 picks after his former teammate Bryce Matthews was drafted by the Houston Astros, his hometown team, at number 28 overall. Anderson's deal is for $1,429,650, which comes below the slot value of $1,906,200 of the number 45 pick. Matthews and Anderson were part of arguably the greatest draft haul in Nebraska baseball history. With Friday night ace Emmett Olsen selected at number 110 overall, it's the first time in school history that three Huskers were drafted inside the top four rounds. It's also the fourth time that four players have been selected within the top 10 rounds of the draft, with Jace Kaminska drafted 200, not 292 overall by the Colorado Rockies in the 10th round. Unsurprisingly, Anderson had one of the best individual seasons in program history during his junior year this last spring. Anderson hit a team-high 20 home runs with a 414 average in a 1.231 OPS as he racked up 101 hits, 70 RBI, and a 770 slugging percentage. He cracked several of the Huskers' top 10 lists for the program's best numbers in a single season. His 101 hits are 6th on the list. His 21 home runs put him in a 4-way tie for 5th, while his 43 extra base hits are tied for 5th. His total bases at 188 is fourth, while slugging is seventh, and his average finished just outside the top 10. Nebraska baseball head coach Will Bolt announced the hiring of Connor Behrens as director of program development on Tuesday. Behrens joins the Huskers with four years of coaching experience, including the last two seasons as a volunteer assistant coach at Wichita State. With the Shockers, Behrens worked with the hitters, catchers, and outfielders while serving as camp coordinator and creating scouting reports of opponents and plenty of time spent with Mike Sirianni, the third full-time assistant for the Huskers. But prior to Wichita State, 
He had a brief stint as an assistant coach at Point Lomo Nazarene, where he assisted in recruiting and coached the infielders and hitters. Barons was a graduate assistant and director of operations at Division II Central Missouri for two seasons, helping the Mules to a national runner-up finish with a 46-8 overall record in 2021. While he worked primarily with hitters at Central Missouri, Barron's coached an offense that ranked top 10 nationally in many offensive categories, including batting average, hits, home runs, runs, slugging percentage, stolen bases, and hit by pitch. The Mules won the 2021 MIAA regular season and tournament titles while recording a 15-game winning streak en route to the runner-up finish. In Barron's two seasons with the Mules, Central Missouri went 66-11, producing three All-Americans, five all-region hitters, and seven all-conference players. Central Missouri is off to a 20-3 start in 2020 before the remainder of the season was canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. In his playing career, Barron's played his first two seasons at Kansas City, Kansas Community College, where he earned second-team all-conference recognition and won a Region 6 Gold Glove. Barron's finished his playing career at Lindenwood University, also in Division II, hitting 304 in 73 career games. As a junior in 2017, he helped the Lions through their first ever appearance to the Division II World Series. Barron's, a Lincoln native, began his coaching career the following year as an assistant at Lincoln Southwest High School, where he was an all-state performer as a player. Barron's continues the trend of a almost fully new staff under head coach Will Bolt. Rob Childress and Mike Sirianni stepping in as the new assistant coaches along with Lance Harvell, while Curtis Ledbetter, the director of operations, left the program as well after the season. With the staff coming into form, it will be vastly important for the staff to gel together and put together a winning product on the field in an ever-pivotal 2024 season for Nebraska baseball. In men's basketball news, former Nebraska basketball point guard Sam Griesel has signed a contract with the German professional team Telekom Baskets Bonn as they are the defending BCL champions. Griesel, who started 30 games at the point guard for the Huskers this past season. His father is German, who also played for the U-20 German national team, as Griesel will begin his professional journey over in Europe. The six foot seven guard averaged 12 points, 3.8 assists, 5.8 rebounds, and 1.1 steals per game, while ranking ninth in the Big Ten in assists and in the top 20 of the conference rebounds, steals, minutes, and assisted turnover margin during his lone season in Lincoln. He most recently spent part of his summer in the for the Boston Celtics as he competed in the Summer League. And now Griesel will get his chance to start his professional career over in Germany. Yu Takahashi fired a one-over par 72 to tie for third at the U.S. Women's Amateur Qualifier in Dallas to claim a berth in the 123rd U.S. Women's Amateur earlier this week. Takahashi, who is a junior-to-be on the Nebraska women's golf team for the upcoming season, advanced on the strength of the best front nine in Monday's round with a 33, which equated to two under, before closing with a 39, a three-over, on the back of the just-over 6,300 par-71 layout at the Shady Valley Country Club. Takahashi's tie for third gave her one of six qualifying spots out of Dallas, joining fellow Japanese golfer Sarah Hasegawa from Baylor, who won the qualifier with a 70, a one under, while Georgia Southern's Emma Von Hoffman took second with an even par 71. Oklahoma golfer Megan Wenens matched Takahashi's 72, 
while SMU's Ellie Zerzik and Bentley Cotton from Texas tied for fifth at 73 to complete the group of six qualifiers. Takahashi becomes the second Husker in Nebraska's 2023-2024 roster to qualify for the U.S. Women's Amateur Championship at the Bel Air Country Club in Los Angeles on August 7th through the 13th. All Big Ten Husker Kelly Ann Strand with Nebraska's first qualifier after winning the USGA qualifier in Sundre, Alberta, Canada with a 69-3 under earlier this summer. And as always, we have the Inside Nebraska Spotlight to wrap up today's edition of Husker Hurry Up. But folks, we got plenty coming to you on Nebraska.Rivals.com. Publisher Zach Carpenter released his weekly mailbag on Sunday as Zach answers some questions ahead of fall camp at the end of July, including what the number one storyline will be. Plus, Zach continued Inside Nebraska's position breakdown series on the countdown to fall camp as he analyzed the situation inside the defensive line room. And in case you missed it, Zach also teamed up with lead football writer Steve Mark as they both analyzed the impact of Preston Talmua's commitment to Nebraska earlier Monday morning to become the fifth four-star of the Huskers' 2024 recruiting class. Steve also got back together with former Husker linebacker Jay Foreman to record another episode of Black Shirt Breakdown as they look at the film of defensive back commit Rick Guthrie from Colorado. Steve also dove into the recruitment of Texas running back recruit Kawan Lacey and how he may have slipped through the cracks in the recruiting scene. Additionally, Steve recapped the interview Evan Cooper gave to the Huskers radio network as Cooper gave insight into the defensive back room. Senior recruiting analyst Greg Smith is back from vacation, and he recorded a new recruiting blitz with digital producer and staff writer Jansen Coburn as Greg and Jansen react to the commitment of Talmua and the last remaining priority targets for NU. And as a programming note, I will be on vacation for the upcoming week, so no Husker hurry up is coming your way. But by the time I return, Nebraska will be at Big Ten Media Days and fall camp will be just around the corner. We're almost there, folks. Just a couple more weeks until we can really start talking about football in year one of the Matt Rule era. That's going to wrap up this edition of Husker Hurry Up. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Make sure to go check out all of our content, podcasts, reactions, columns, everything you need to know for the Inside Nebraska staff. We have you covered at nebraska.rivals.com. But you can also go on Twitter, at Nebraska Rivals, and you can look at all of our podcasts, reactions, analysis on Inside Nebraska's YouTube page, at Inside Nebraska. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week.